Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. Here are five ways to de-stress parenthood. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm a working mom of three little kids. And let me tell you, time stops for no one. It doesn't matter if you had a rough day, tired day, or you're just stressed. They don't know the difference. And so with the world not stopping, life not stopping in your house, how do you de-stress in that type of mentality? A common question I get in my workshops is, how do you do it? How do you do it all and try to heal and try to move yourself out of burnout, away from zombie mode and back to liveliness when you have all these obligations and distractions stealing your time? And here are five simple but not so easy tips. The goal is to work towards these because you're going to start to see momentum. You're going to start to see a routine establish, and that's where you start grasping it. That's when you really see the transformation. So tip number one, routine. I know, I know. It, when you have little kids, especially, it's hard to get in routine, but guess what? They thrive in that environment. So what is your routine when you get home? Do you carry in all the bags? I have three kids, so three winter clothing bags. I have three kids, so three backpacks. I have three kids, so three lunch boxes. I'm like a mama mule. Right? We're carrying all this stuff in. We're already stressed. We went from one running to a daycare to school pickup. Chaos. Do you know that most of them are capable of carrying their own belongings? And they actually want to participate. It's not a burden for them. They kind of find it fun because they don't know any different like us adults. So what can they carry in to help you? Where's their cubby and spot to put their things so it's not laying all over and you're tripping over shoes? Establish a routine in which they find fun, they know where all their belongings are, and you don't have to do everything. Here's the hard part of that. It seems simple, but the hard part is you have to ask for help. So what can they help with? Establishing from that get home routine into the household. So step one is what is that routine? The other part of step one is what's your night routine? We wanna catch up on sleep. Sleep is so important in burnout recovery but sometimes they don't want to go to bed. Sometimes they're wrestling around, especially my boys, and it's time to go to bed. And I've had it. And then I realized I did not have a strong routine. I had a routine in which maybe we watched PBS at the end of the night because I just needed to get some things done. I needed to get laundry. I needed to get meals ready for the next day. And I realized when I turned off that TV, that switch from screens to silence was switching them on instead of winding them down. So I had to find a new routine. This is not for everyone. Your kids may react differently. Maybe TV settles them down. But let me tell you, mine will be sitting watching PBS. And then when I turn it off, it's chaos. So I had to remove the stimulation. So our new routine, and what I suggest to you, is what is calming for your children? What, when they do it, they seem just to be balanced. Maybe it's a little outdoor time. And before you come out in from outdoors, you take some breaths. You calm them down. Maybe it's reading books. And guess what? If that's it, you do it longer. You don't just do one book. We're talking kid books, not big chapter books. Maybe it's not just one book. Maybe it's three books. Maybe the first one in bed gets the most books. Maybe it's just laying in bed, telling stories. 
what can you do to kind of create a routine in which their bodies are signaling it's time for bed? If us as adults are working on our bedtime routine, we're staying away from screens so we don't have stimulus. We're not eating so that our digestive system can slow down. We're not doing stimulating activities, running around, working. So why are children different? They have the same chemical signals that we do. And if you establish a routine, those body signals will start to be rhythmic and start firing off in order to get them to sleep. Now, are every night perfect? Nope. I have very energetic children. But most nights, they at least get in their room quiet enough where I can head to bed or do my reading or do my quiet activity to start my routine for sleep. Because if mom's not sleeping, oh boy, the next day is going to be rough, isn't it? Sometimes my littlest, who is three years old, he's not ready for bed on anyone's time. And I've established a routine for him when he's in those modes. I got him a little book kit with a reader button on it. And he can read his own books in his room after our reading time. If he is still wound up enough that he does not want to go to bed, he is welcome to read by himself. And he has a small lamp in which he can read and he will fall asleep. Will he fall asleep when I need him to? No. But he does fall asleep. And that routine, over time, he started to do less and less of. And now he'll only read for maybe five minutes and then go to bed because his body rhythm is triggered now where if I read in this bed, the hormones start signaling, the melatonin starts signaling to go to bed. Just like we do when we meditate, breath work, reading, puzzles, those quiet activities that are stimulating the hormones to go to sleep. So what routine is your family going to establish? If you have partners that take care of your children, they have to be all on board with this routine. You can't change it every night. You can't fight against each other or it's not a routine. It's not going to stick. Kids are creatures of habit. Establish a routine and they will slowly fall into it. Be patient through this process. So step one is establish routines in the chaos of entering the household at nighttime when you need to start working on yourself to get out of zombie mode. What routine will you do? Number two, what can they help you with? I've, so, I've heard so many excuses from people about they can't do these things because they have kids. What are they trying to do? If they're trying to go to a gym and exercise, because that's the only way they can exercise, yep, you're going to have some difficulty, especially when you have young kids and you can't just leave them at home. There is so many other exercise or movement routines you can establish with your kids. Kids present before kids get up. When you get home and you're chaotic and stressed, the kids can play multiple things that you have set up, pre-set up. They can do it with you. Take 15 minutes and move, stretch, yoga, YouTube a hit workout. You'd be surprised how much that they wanna have fun and participate with you. If they are a very chaotic, active type of group, just like mine, we go outside. Rain, sunshine, cold, hot, we go outside. Because I can run around with them, consider that my exercise or movement. Maybe I'll stretch. Maybe I'll run up and down the hill with them. It's good for both of us. But I have to realize I'm trying to base my exercise routine on other people's expectations of what that looks like. 
and I need it to fit my lifestyle, my routine, my timeline, and what works for me and my kids. So step two is what type of exercise or movement are you going to fit in in the kids' timeline, in your lifestyle that works for you? Stop battling hurdles that don't even need to be there. So first step is establishing a routine. Second step is how are you going to release those stress cycles and get that time in that both your groups need, the kids and you, exercise, movement, stretching, circulation. Three, prep. It seems easy enough, but we have to remember to do it the night before. Prep the backpacks, prep the lunches, prep your lunches, prep everything that you need and get as much in the car as you can that doesn't freeze, that doesn't spoil. So that all you need to do is maybe grab a coffee, grab the cooler packs for the lunches and out you go. Prep all that bathroom gear and outfits for the kids so that all they have to do is get dressed. Even my three-year-old now gets dressed by himself. I had to provide an environment though where he could help himself. Can he pick out his own clothes? Nope, he still gets kind of confused there. But if I prep his outfit, he will dress himself. Sometimes it's backwards, and if it's not restricted, I let him go to daycare with his clothes on backwards because he's learning and he's helping me. What can you do to prep the night before so you have a less chaotic morning? You are setting yourself up in the morning. Why not set yourself up for success instead of failure or running late or chaos off the bat, decision fatigue off the bat? when things could go really, really smooth. Again, trust the process. It will be clunky in the beginning. You're gonna get a lot of, you just do this. Why can't you do this? Stick with it and it becomes a routine and habitual habit for them. Where they know at nighttime, when we're getting ready for bed, I get dressed in my pajamas and I pick up my clothes for the next day. Boom. So our first tip was routine. Our second tip was movement, exercise, releasing those stress cycles together. Three was prep. Let's de-stress by preparing for what we already know is gonna happen. Four, what do you need to do and what should just go in a parking lot? Not, a, not an actual parking lot, but a figurative parking lot. There's so many house projects, so many things to do at any given time. I should do this, we should do this. When it's nice out, we gotta get our garden going. We should paint this, we should do this other house project. What do you actually need to be doing? Because when we do all those things, besides that we're overwhelming ourselves, making that chaos environment again, is we're missing out on the presence of parenthood. We're missing out on the moments that we don't get back. And you might be thinking by now, well, Kelly, that sounds great, but that's not how the world works. Oh, I know. I was the person on the phone with work all the time, emails all the time. I could be sitting on the floor having a beautiful moment with my kids and thinking about work. Where is the priorities on balance? I asked a workshop group once and they were talking about the stress of, of their work and they have some stressful work. And I asked them, what do you do after work? What do you do at night? What do you do on the weekends when you're not working? Three people. Only three people out of this large group did something worth living and liveliness and energy and hobbies and something that wasn't work. Everyone else did obligations, distractions, or nothing. So where's our life unbalanced? 
So number four of de-stressing your parenthood is what are you gonna do to be present? Is it just sitting on the floor with your kids playing a game? Is it as simple as making up a fun game? Floor is lava, throw some pillows down, jump around on pillows like a bunch of goons. They're gonna think it's the wildest, coolest thing ever. When did we stop having fun as adults? When this is the time to have fun. This is the time to have the perfect excuse to be a kid again. But we're so distracted by projects, work, obligations, and distractions. Part of moving out of zombie mode and back to liveliness is regaining that energy that we used to have. That creative nature, that fun, loving attitude we used to have about life. And you have the perfect mentors right in front of you to teach you the way. If you don't know how, if you think that sounds exhausting, let them lead. Let them create a game and you're just a player. How are you going to be more present? How are you going to get back to having fun and games? and enjoy this time before it's gone. So we establish we need a routine. Routine when we get in the house, routine at nighttime. We've established that we need to move and exercise and de-stress and maybe breath work and meditation. How are we gonna do that together to fill both sides of those needs? Three, what are you gonna do for prep to make your mornings, your life just so much easier? Four, how are you gonna be more present? Get back to fun and enjoying parenthood. And five, give yourself grace. Again, that sounds simple, but not so easy. We like to look at social media and see all these beautiful families and family pictures and portraits and think everyone has it together. No one has it together. I've worked with enough people in burnout to know the smilers, the people that look great, are the ones who are actually in the worst shape, that are hiding the darkness. If that's complicated for you, it's time to reduce your social media, time to groom your social media so that's not everything that you view, or get off social media. Some people that I've coached in burnout, they have went to those tiers. They have went through those steps all the way off social media because they saw the benefit. Now, I love staying connected to people. I love discovery and learning through social media. So I groomed my social media. I follow people that move me forward, not back. People that inspire me, not make me feel crappy. People that are real and raw and not filtered. So there's a way to stay connected with the outside world and a community, but you have to groom it. Give yourself grace that you are not the perfect parent because no one is. It does not exist. We are battling how we were raised with how we want to raise our kids in a society that wants us to raise it this way. Juggling all three of those is impossible and exhausting, isn't it? So I want you to step back. Step back with yourself. Step back with your partner and say, how do we want to do this? What do we enjoy about parenting? Can we do more of that? What don't we enjoy about parenting? How can we reroute that? Why do we wait till it festers up so big into this monster in which now we just want to be away from them? That means we went too far without a break, too far without a date night, too far under other people's expectations of what you should be doing that you've gotten so far away from your purpose as a parent. I have families that go outdoors 20, 24 seven almost. 
They go camping so much, they hardly live at home. People think that's weird, but let me tell you, they are some of the happiest people I know because they did it their way and they don't care what other people think. Oof. Imagine that. Imagine a world in which you do things where your family thrives regardless of other people's expectations and view of you, what a life that would be. Sounds like a life full of laughter and fun and no regret. If this time is not unlimited, if this time is not guaranteed, what are we doing with it? Where would your family be best happy together? Where does your family thrive? It's interesting when I talk to people and they said, you know, the last time that we had a good time together was on vacation. And there was no work. There was no house projects. There was no cell phones on and Netflix all night. And I said, you can do those things every day. But we don't. If you found something that is so lovely and fun for your family, why can't we repeat that? Why can't we expand on that? Why haven't you? Is it time? Time is relative. I uh, recently lost my Netflix because it was some, uh, someone else's password and they must have changed their password and it kicked me off. Do you know how much time I gained back in my night? I will not get Netflix again. Do I miss out some series, some movies? Absolutely, but I gained everything. I gained more time with my kids at night. I gained a really good sleep routine where I read or I color or I do a puzzle before I go to bed and I sleep a little more soundly. If we reduced the distractions that we have presented to ourselves, work, screens, phone, think about how much time we would have back for the things that are true to us, that truly bring us back to life, those hobbies that bring us energy. Where does your family thrive? Where is your family energized? Do more of those things. Educate and explore. This is the world of the internet. You can find and learn anything you want to. So number one, establish a routine. What's something that's gonna help your family thrive? Get a little help and create a routine that's gonna de-stress your afternoons getting home, your nights getting to bed, your mornings. Two. How are you gonna exercise, move, release these stress cycles? They're gonna build up. They're still gonna be there, but now you have all these other additional obligations of children. How are you gonna do that daily so it doesn't build up with them? Establish something that works for you. Outdoor time. Let's all meditate together. I'm gonna weight lift and you guys can play video games for 15 minutes, whatever you have to do. What is it going to be? And take it. Three, prep. 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 I'm saying that multiple times for you and for me. Four, presence. How are you going to soak up and absorb these moments before they're gone? And five, do you and will you give yourself some grace? If you have made it all the way through this video already, you are steps ahead of most parents just spinning, spinning in the chaos, spinning in this dark fog of parenthood. 
doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different outcome. Give yourself grace that you're already one step ahead than where you were before this. If you like these tips, I hope that you go check out my podcast or blog in which there's more tools available there. Grab my book, Leaving the Darkness, a proven and practical burnout guide available on my website or through Amazon. And I hope to see you soon. I know you're not lazy. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here working on self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the adventure and finding energy towards your new habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions. Check out videos on burnout tools to move from zombie mode to liveliness on my website. See you soon. Thank you.